Hello, this is Cody Bear with um, Indigenous Youth, and I'm here with my guest today. His name is Sean Thomas. He's from Chicken Lake First Nation. <laughs> I am from Muscadet First Nation, and today we're, we're going to discuss some of Canada's 94 calls to action. Now, there's two that I am particularly interested in. That is, uh, the, the first one is, is call number uh, 12. And that one is we call upon federal, provincial, and territorial and Aboriginal governments to develop culturally appropriate childhood education programs for Aboriginal families. So, um, Sean, does this apply to you in any way? Can you say that again? Okay, so. <clears throat> the 12th uh, call to, uh, to action. Out of all 94, there's we call upon the federal, provincial, territorial, and Aboriginal governments to develop culturally appropriate early childhood education programs for Aboriginal families. Oh, yeah. I, I connect to that because at a very young age, I, I did have to grow up and I did have to go into education at a really young age because I basically grew up not knowing anything with, without my parents being there and I had to teach myself all the things that I know now mm -hmm. and with everything about the child and stuff I'm trying to go into study for for social working because not every kid deserves to be out on the streets all by themselves else and put into it into a home where they're constantly abused yeah. All right. Yeah. That's uh, it's the exact same thing I want to get into with social work, but you know, in in, in in a different area. But yeah, like social work to social work. Um, and so far, uh, what's happened with uh, the the twelve call and how Canada has actually uh stuck to it is in support of Indigenous early learning and child care framework. The government of Canada has committed seven uh or one point seven billion dollars. Uh, over 10 years. Well, with the government, we don't really know what they're doing with that money, whether they're spending on, on good goods, not that way, or if they're actually spending it on school appliances, spending it for new upgrades for the schools or else a new education land base for the kids. And we don't really, we can't really predict what the government is going to do with that money because the government is unpredictable. Our prime minister is unpredictable. Yeah, yeah, that is very true. Because uh, back back when I was in school, back in Muscadet, uh, um, I was doing okay in class, but I have a mental disability, ADHD. So I, I, I sometimes, you know, I gotta be like, hey, pay attention. And yeah, it got annoying because I thought, you know, I didn't like getting bossed around back in school, but uh, not, um, I didn't realize until uh, recently that it was for my own good. And um, yeah, I I had recently found out, but back in uh, residential schools that, uh, that kids don't get proper uh, education. Cause like I was in, I was in grade three when I have moved to, the town here and uh the school wanted me to go down a few grades because of my uh because uh, of what i learned and what my um education was at 
and when I realized that, I was like, oh, so these schools could be doing better and stuff. So, like, I don't know if they're, like, improperly funded or else if it's the school doing something else with the money that, like, we don't know about. But, yeah, that yeah, I, I see your reason. And it's probably, yeah, yeah, it's a good one. Is there anything else? No. All right, then. Okay. And now the last uh, call that I have chosen that I uh, found very interesting is uh, 23. We call upon all levels of government to, one, increase the number of um, Aboriginal professionals working in health in the healthcare field, two, ensure uh, the uh, the retention of Aboriginal healthcare providers in Aboriginal communities. Number three, provide cultural competency training for all healthcare professionals. Well, the person with the with all Indigenous peoples inside the healthcare system, they could really be helping out with everybody that has these diseases such as cancer, diabetes, and whatnot. They could really be like taking the medicine that that we use yeah. and just distributing it into the into the healthcare system so that they can heal in a different way and heal the same way that we do. Yeah, like there's those um a physical ones too, but there's also like the mental ones. Like for instance, what I have like uh, ADHD, but there could be a depression, anxiety disorders, uh, like phobias or things like that too. And because uh, I find that very common in certain uh, communities, uh, a lot of um, a depression and anxiety in <clears throat> in uh, Indigenous youth recently. We do have some like natural medicines that could help with those and try to reduce the, your anxiety, depression, and anything that's also wrong with your mental health. Like, I took some of them too, and it, it really did help me. But at the same time, it's for some people, it's not good enough. Yeah, yeah. It's, and, uh, and uh, sometimes it's not that just people want more, it's sometimes that it just doesn't actually work out for them. Mm -hmm. Uh, but increasing the number of Aboriginal professionals working in in in, health, in the healthcare field, I think that's I think that's perfect because then that's like that's more job opportunities for like um, Indigenous people to like you like work at such a profession. Mm -hmm. Like, not only it's good pay, but like just to help their um uh their own uh communities. Like that's really good too for like uh, certain people. And uh, uh, there's two, uh, ensure the retention of Aboriginal healthcare providers in Aboriginal communities. I do not, uh, retention, one second. I'm gonna Google what this word means so then we have a better understanding of what we're trying to get here. the the continued possession use or control of something or else it's the action of absorbing and continuing to hold a substance <clears throat> so i will i read it again ensure the retention of aboriginal health care providers in aboriginal communities so like maybe like so like they uh 
they don't get fired or let go or, or like in case like if they if they're like not allowed their job anymore then they have to then like they're forced to be let go because you know job like maybe they can't like afford to you know have such workers like like yeah uh, i'm pretty sure that affects all of us but like what like how does it affect you well being being able to lose a job just like that with with you not knowing what you did wrong is pretty overwhelming but at the same time you have to accept the fact that you that you got let go of your position mm-hmm. and with the healthcare being being the healthcare many people can get let go of their position or get moved to a position that you that you didn't study for and mm-hmm. and being in that way you could get fired yeah um yeah and this call the action is to basically uh make sure that that doesn't happen so uh i don't know if it's working i think it's working i hope it's working because i do see a lot of uh like because where i'm from muscadet i see a lot of my uh my um our relatives working in the in the um in the healthcare field either as a social worker or as a doctor because I was taught by my uh, by my older cousin um, CPR and first aid, and I have my certificate not on me, but I I do have it. Uh, I was taught for 17 hours, and I'm glad now that I uh, have something like that. And and if I could have the opportunity in the future, I would probably like to teach something like that. But but uh, like I said, I do want to go into social work, so maybe one day I will have that on um, um, not not privileged to actually you know help another person mm-hmm. and number three provide uh provide cultural competency training for all healthcare professionals hmm. providing providing any kind of medical attentions with any kind of medications no matter if it's natural or something that is made made with the chemicals that the scientists use to create so many types of things that it will become pretty handy and, and useful to the to the people who actually have patients and and uh, other doctors around who are allergic or whatnot to anything yeah um if you want um i could read off something that like what What's happening for like a better idea? Yeah. Okay, so uh, it's like um, a two paragraph. So Indigenous Services Canada, so ISC, participates in Indigenous Health Human Resources Task Force under the the Federal Provincial Territorial Committee, oh my God, on healthcare workforce. The task force develop strategies for increasing the recruitment and retention is that word again of indigenous healthcare professionals and supporting cultural competence training for all healthcare professionals there it is as as a result of of close um calibration with a federal provincial and territorial uh representatives and environment scan was conducted to take stock of current and notable past initiatives across Canada to increase the recruitment of retention workers 
uh, of indigenous and healthcare professionals to provide cultural safety training to health professionals working with, indi with indigenous communities, patients, and families within healthcare systems. There is another paragraph. Would you want me to read that one too? Or else are you, are you? Yeah. Okay. So um, ISC included cultural competency training for the for new registered nurses and nurse practitioners employed by its First Nations and, and um, Inuit health branch. ISC also financially uh, supports and works with the Canadian Indigenous Nurses Association and other Indigenous health organizations to explore ways to recruit and retain more Indigenous health professionals uh, and uh, to develop cultural competency training for all health professionals. That's everything here. If this call actually is working, it could really bring a lot of, a really lot of new um, outcomes for all the Indigenous nurses out there. It could also bring a lot more opportunities for a nurse to work in a different location that needs that does need a lot of more attention span and and help there. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's a good point because um, because like they they help um indigenous nurses and like nurse practitioners to actually mm -hmm. to actually uh, I don't know if they help them get into schooling or like if it's after schooling they help them better. But but um, that'd be really cool if like they help them with their schooling too. Like if they went to a certain school and like they like like they were uh went like they were told to go to the school like not like like forced but like they were like hey this is a good school and this is where um um you can get your bachelor's degree and maybe eventually your uh what what's it called when you get more than that uh, masters yeah you can get your masters after that too well I do have an a relative working within the the healthcare system and she's she went inside to be a nurse and I could really ask her if the if this call is actually working and if she and if it is that if she had more opportunities to do something with it. Yeah, 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 because um who knows because uh, maybe this call to action is what actually uh helped her get into her um a profession. Yeah. I would say so. And um that's everything. Do you have anything to add to 12 or 23? No. All right then. Well, then that has been an Indigenous Youth.